Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Foncha. Welcome to episode three of Back to the Bay, the unofficial Home and Away podcast. Where we discuss everyone's favourite Irish coastal town in Australia. So, episode three, Foncha. Episode three, here we are. Um, we first have to start off this episode by thanking everyone for all their um, suggestions, anecdotes through Twitter, through our Gmail, homeandawaybase at gmail.com. And the reaction to our celebrity ban, Mac, on our Twitter <laughs> has been um, explosive, to yeah, be honest with yeah. you. Fan of the show, Emily Weir. Emily Weir, everybody, nobody could believe we got it, but like, we were just manifesting, I think. <laughs> exactly. If you manifest these things, they will come. Yeah. No, good. No, we week. are waiting for Patrick O'Connor, aka um, Baby the Bay, episode two, Dean. Not a word. To <laughs> get on our Twitter. So that's fine. Like, you know. That'll happen. That, yeah, that will happen. We're waiting, Dean. <laughs> We're waiting, Patrick. So, um, on the episode this week, we are going to discuss dry cinnamon muffins, um, hazmat and PTS Dean, um, digital detox, and then our regular slots at this stage are Baby the Bay and our in memoriam. Let's so, do it. Let's get to it. Let's talk the best week in a long time that I can remember for Marilyn oh oh yeah sorry I, in general I was going to say great week but in, in great week for Marilyn I just so I did so good I did a roundup of Marilyn okay great go hit me I did well first of all she ate her burger and liked it <laughs> her cow burger um in the same scene she flirted with Justin she asked for her loan money back from Chloe and Ryder oh, yeah. she um, wore her hair down and her <laughs> shoes low in a beautiful green linen dress she complained about the mattress in Irene's house not being good enough she complained about weak tea she asked Irene if there was any toast to go with weak tea she shoplifted a meditation bowl <laughs> the noise of that thing I, I actually YouTubed the sound just to hear it again awful I don't, I don't know, know why, why you, did you that. meditated I don't it. know why you did that oh, yeah. <laughs> um, research I'm, research sorry I'm only halfway through this she gave guff to Jazzy about her uh, poor choice in sorry. men well you know I know yeah, well, she like speaks a the truth like it, that led me to think about a lot of exes but anyway not my own like Jazzy's <laughs> I mean, her most recent one, like trying to kill um, poor old Christian, tied him, down, <laughs> tied him down on the floor, not used in the in the uh, hospital. <laughs> she told Leah her cinnamon muffins were usually dry. She used said meditation bowl to keep up Irene and Jazzy up in the middle of the night, and Jazzy had a shift three hours later. She <laughs> said herself, and now this was very controversial. She bought a bottle of brandy. Oh, and was yeah. very irate at Irene when Irene told her not to bring it into her house that was her rules and Irene threw it down the sink that wasn't cool no that was not cool and that's what I'm really yeah. worried, worried about but she said then I just you know can't I just have a nip of brandy <laughs> that's great <laughs> I thought the best line she had was when she said that's more of a you problem than a me problem <laughs> 
imagine eight four AI reading and she's like, Well, that's a you problem, huh? <laughs> As your guest in her house. Um and then the pièce de résistance of the week for Marilyn, she flirted with Detective Darren Nasser, gave him a free slice of carrot cake. And I thought it was a little bit unfair of Irene to be like, Oh, you nearly gave him your number. Jesus. Like, like chill your cacks, Irene. Like, woman. Like and, you know, he's not an unattractive man. No, he wouldn't be the one in the bay I'd be flirting with. But Ooh. if she wants to give a free slice of carrot cake to Detective Darren Nasser, then What was it she said? I love um I love crime. Or not crime like um true crime or something like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love detective stories. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, and I don't think that's a definitive list, but that's just been some of her oh, highlights. I thought the jazzy moment. You've never been a great judge of character. Yeah. <laughs> Look of at men. Lewis. Yeah, you know, and Colby. And, yeah, it was oh, great. Yeah, it, it was, was brilliant. It was right in the money anyway. But okay, what's going on though? Because what, what's the actual outcome of this? Irene is speaking has... her truth, finally. <laughs> no, you mean Marilyn? Yeah. Oh, but, Marilyn? But, oh my goodness. No, the outcome is she's got a head injury yeah, and she's going to go back to regular Marilyn and... But how? Well, Hot Doc will diagnose something because... <laughs> Bio scavengers out again. <laughs> Just take her brain out. <laughs> Turn the machine on. Yeah. Turn it off again. <laughs> Total. So, yeah, that is. Uh, and it's going to be devastating when it happened because I tell you, that... Um, that low bob she was rocking and the blue oh, beautiful lovely. green linen and the lovely white runner she's never looked cooler mm. and uh, younger but, but I have to say a trick was missed when they went into town shopping I thought she'd come back with a whole new wardrobe oh yeah they went to Abbey Creek she actually went back to herself towards the end of the week she did in terms of clothes more conservative like yeah now the Ted Bakers look great on yeah. her or whatever no, the Australian no, no. version of it is but I thought she might somebody in my house was saying would they ever just throw a biker jacket on her like even something from Ziggy's wardrobe and, and cool her up even Jesus. okay yeah, yeah maybe it's yeah, Ziggy's wardrobe but yeah. <laughs> a slash leather jacket too far but something to to cool her just her up a bit I know. yeah and yeah. make it really hammer home the point that poor Marilyn is not herself well poor Marilyn nothing no she's yeah. living her best life speaking her truth etc but I just I'm kind of like oh, it's all going to come crashing down she'll be admitted to hospital she has neurology issues and then that, you know it'll all be over again as long as she's not crying on John Palmer's shoulders before the week is out I, I won't mind no that's not going to happen I don't think it will no um, speaking of crying on shoulders and someone living their best life let's move on this ship to Hazmat Anne god so good it was so so good and like she did not disappoint and how many times have we seen somebody getting tied up in a shack in the countryside or you know in the scrub or whatever and it it was very very good I loved it it was great I lo- it was like a scene from Dexter you know she's like zipping up putting the ha- the the mask on the oh, yeah it yeah it was brilliant. a slow mo it was brilliant slow mo she I, I much like your Marilyn moment I had a, a total Anne moment I kept writing down um, her kind of her brilliant anisms. lines her anisms I mean just the best bit was when she swings open the door of the shed where she's got a flick locked up and she says you miss me oh, that was brilliant it, yeah um uh, oh I wasn't asking for your permission she says at one point oh then she says I don't remember this oh I do like hearing you beg <laughs> But Weird. yeah, I don't know what was going on with that little part. Like she said to uh, to Flick, write your final words to your brother, and she's like, "No, I won't. Yeah. No, you have to. It's part of the plan or something. This won't work if you don't do it." I'm like, 
what? Oh, I don't that know. But you know, as Tani, when he burst in and and said the immortal lines, "What do you want?" and I wanted <laughs> to know that myself. Tani was possibly the best question, the best <laughs> utterance. <laughs> because what do you I, actually want? I still don't know. Is it just that? I first thought that they might have slept together and then he dissed her. But That's I what I thought when she think. says, you don't even remember. I was like, oh, here we yeah. go, one night stand, which I'm loving on Home and Away. Because they he need did have that, that moment yeah, as well where yeah. he was, you know, going through it. When she rocked up at the house and she's like, oh, like we've met loads of times, I was like, oh, hang on a second. No, sorry, did you not think, uh, all I could think was trusting Tane. Like, you've just been through <laughs> a sort of a stalking case. This random girl rocks up to your door and you're like, oh, come on in, sure. Like, and I thought that was hilarious. the drugs again. Brilliant. Yeah, but Tane, in fairness to him, like, he's not breaking character. He's never been the sharpest to him. just, I have to say, I've never been more attracted to him. Even with the stupid little Even bandage on his I, I think more. I think more so with the bandage on the Adam's apple. <laughs> just... I ha- when you know there's that moment when Flick stabs her with the pen. Oh, that was great. I'm telling you, I saw a flash of lust in Tanya's <laughs> He says to himself, "Yes, this is my kind of woman here now." But but then Anne just stood there. God, she bore that yeah, well. I yeah, thought. no, that was exactly like in her lovely creamy jeans, like. <laughs> but then she's kind of hobbling around with something tied around her waist for the rest of the scene. Oh, it was so good. I think I was it laughing. Came, to be much. honest, it came all came to a head too quickly for me. But then I that's did too classic soap because board. when the new detective agency Arian Cash TM uh, <laughs> burst through the door in a that kind of a, a rolling kind of tumbling oh did you see the bit where he was like directing him I mean for the yeah, pur- yeah, for yeah, the purposes yeah. of the listeners I'm doing some sign language here and he's like showing him with the, the, the pointy fingers under oh the window oh my god it was and no before, even so good. even if you rewind a bit he said to him um, you know <laughs> you're a civilian something about being a civilian yeah 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 he said you, I can, uh, you're a civilian you can travel in the car with me <laughs> Oh gosh! It was and really good though. Look, and TG, it all worked out well. Too too quickly, too soon. But Cash got back his badge that was, you know, from Detective Darren Nasser, and um, you know, Anne's all locked up with the crazy mm. looking her eyes. Mm. She's still rocking that top knot mm. though. It looks good. It looks good. Um, I thought though when you know last week we talked about how uh, we've had the suggestion from a listener of the show to lot to kind of link things to our lives. I suppose, you know, the unrequited love, like, you know, I don't think I've ever gone to Anne levels of kind of extreme Stockiness. behavior, but you know, poor Al Anne, like she just fancies him and he doesn't like her. Is that it though? Well, she I says, she might fancy Flick. I thought that, but no, no, it would seem it's tanning. Definitely. But anyway, great scene. And M- more of Anne. She's bad. More Anne. <laughs> Miss <But> me. <laughs> I, what I did think was very sad was and at the end of the whole shebang Flick and Cash have lost she's lost trust in her bro can we go back sorry this is what I've been wanting to talk about all week but I resisted texting you about it did you see Tana give her a wink in the police station I certainly did okay embarrassing well, moment is I rewound it about three times I was like is he does he wink at her yeah. does he wink at her and, and then he, he asks after she yeah, should be okay yeah, they're gonna oh, that's yeah, happening but yeah you're right sorry to go back to the siblings it's sad it's but sad, it'll be yeah. it'll be grand I don't well, blame her in a way I don't either because as she said herself like you accuse me of trying to kill half the bay yeah, yeah like, exactly don't just get over that with a cup of tea and a public snack like, you know <laughs> like she, yeah exactly no it, it wasn't cool cash it wasn't cool cash but he did lots of almost crying his crying voice is really funny <laughs> he did a lot of sort of 
on the brink of crying he's aiming for a wobbly lower lip yeah, but not quite no, getting, not there. getting there no it's very good but that I was kind of gutted that that all kind of came to a head on Thursday I, know, I thought and yeah. then which meant Friday's ep wasn't great but anyway it wasn't but Friday's ep smooth transition here Thanks. did lead us to a beautiful if not heart wrenching moment PTSD ah uh, yeah I knew it was coming yeah well thank god he made it up the stairs and made it up on something else's as well as he said <laughs> the stairs came second <laughs> mounted them second um, but he can't get back in that car no. and who could blame him no and the flashback scenes on uh, Friday's episode really kind of hammered home the seriousness of that terrible terrible car crash the ranger <laughs> jumping out <laughs> the ranger jumping out but I mean he did say I've been in two car crashes and someone's ended up dead and he was behind the wheel and I was behind the wheel (laughs) I mean I can't blame him that one who was it in the first Uh, Amber's brother wasn't it was that oh Oh, no no it wasn't because that's Colby that she hated oh yeah god I'm trying to think myself I think it was something that happened not in the bay one of our avid fans will pull us up on this we'll stick it on the twitter yeah we'll stick it on the twitter anyway yeah look but I do see besides the PTSD Dean I do think he's coming out the end of that whole like oh my god my back (laughs) from the Justin Morgan school of pain pain acting Um, yeah yeah and I got I was I had enough of that yeah I I want to see him get back on the surfboard though and I don't mean metaphorically I mean get back on a surfboard (laughs) (laughs) I really do um so that's kind of the big hitters and then uh, to a less lesser degree and far more boring digital detox yeah god will we even spend time talking about this no i like there was there was i have to say it was highs and lows this week because there was the hazmat and moments which were glorious and then there was all those ridiculous like we're not i see we're going to talk about the youtube challenges please the, please no oh well i suppose theo and chloe are re-arsed with that like not yet who cares yeah yeah it'll it'll yeah it'll come out it's frustrating because Theo could be a great character I actually think he could he's got a glint in his eye he's down with the kids with his challenges I mean they made a grand last week can you explain how you make money small con babes I don't really understand it though like when are we gonna start getting (laughs) making some money then I mean I did actually have there was one line that I thought kind of linked uh, very much to our lives um, when uh, Chloe says your fans think you're an awesome double act hello <laughs> <laughs> snap oh no <laughs> I don't want to be... oh, <laughs> and on next week's episode Fawn should be shoving the, the ghost chilies into her gut <laughs> I've been known to do a food challenge so yeah there you go oh, I think no. we get Theo on for our socials oh, Theo and Nika Mm, I don't know I can think of double acts in the bay that I would be more yeah anyway to line myself to yeah but but what I do like though is finally um, Nico's going to get his comeuppance he was filled with regret on oh, Friday not enough he, you ask yeah, me but I'm just good and then he wanted to burst his way into the hospital and I'm thinking there's one way you can make this up on your socials exactly get you know no more than ourselves you've got a, a wide reach of fans now Nika like you know what I mean <laughs> no exactly get on the socials like get the he needs a world. hashtag trending yeah. there like toxic Nika mm-hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah well I don't know I, I really wish they would tease that storyline but something tells me they're not going to do that no. because there's a far more interesting they think storyline yeah. coming with Chloe and Mia and the baby daddy and oh yeah 
Yeah. That's and, that could be good, I'd say. Can we just talk for a second about what Mia was wearing on Friday when she was sitting on the, in the on dark? The, yeah, by I didn't think you were going to say it. I was like, yeah, oh, it, was... I, it was an elephant oh. <laughs> in the beach. Yeah. Yeah, the blue. Um, kind of. I don't was, really know what to call it. Like a. It was. Well, the jeans were a throwback. <laughs> it but was not very the good bewitched, kind. I thought. I was going to say swamp, but that's yeah, kind well, of yeah, the same bewitched, era. Same thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was very bewitched uh, well look we'll see what comes of that so that brings us into our um, very popular Bay of the Bay section at this stage big time and Fonja you chose for us this week yeah this week um, actually I was inspired by um, an email that we got in from a listener, listener. A, fan, a fan of the show we'll call them a fan of the show yeah um, didn't leave their name Anon, um, but they're little, you know, we, we've been, if you remember, we've been asking for anecdotes, stories, suggestions, whatever. And as we all know, everyone in Ireland has a, had some sort of interaction with home away in their lives. So got in this quite an interesting uh, email about a character. And because of that, I chose her as our Babe of the Bay. Mm-hmm. So this week's Babe of the Bay I'll just cut to it because her name gets dropped straight away. Is Sophie Simpson? Sophie Simpson. Yeah. So petite, um, brunette, babe, babe the babe, babe. total babe. And I just remember her in the uniform. Yeah, well, exactly. She's kind of the iconic home and away character. She's actually in Neighbours now. Fun fact. Um, don't care about Neighbours. Yeah, exactly. Why don't. did you say that? Yeah, she doesn't care. Sorry. What is that? But just a couple of kind of. I suppose I'll give you the bio and then I'll, I'll read you the anecdote, which is kind of funny. Uh, she was Bobby sorry Foster by Tom and Pippa so like oh. she's she's a classic sort of home and away character comes in a bit wayward in and out of foster homes go anyway eventually gets fostered by Tom and Pippa um, they solved her the, you know they fix her exactly um, we have a pregnancy storyline she she gets in she's in a relationship with David he's killed in a car accident and she finds out she she gets sent away if I remember correctly to um because well, I don't know she's being bold or whatever they send her <laughs> off to yeah or she's in a relationship they don't agree with or something and they send her off to Pip's mother and when she comes back she sorry so it must be David she, when she comes back she discovers he's dead and then discovers she is pregnant with his child oh sad yeah yeah I kind of remember it or at least I remember the aftermath of it um she so anyway you know raises the child whatever but it I suppose it's more about the end her she leaves the bay then and comes back I I do remember this definitely she comes back into it um and and becomes uh Sally and Flynn's surrogate but she loses the baby oh remember my it so vividly. goodness yeah. Sally and Flynn yeah but then later on discovers she's pregnant and she names uh the baby David her first love which I thought was a little bit weird um, oh, no, that's she's come in and out of it over the years but the reason so I was uh, this week I had a few uh, babe of the bays kind of well it's impossible to yeah, choose yeah I mean they're one. all babes you know both male and female but as I said when I got this in I thought you know what let's go with Sophie so as I said uh, fan of the show sent this in back in the early 1990s when woolly jumpers and catholic guilt proved a perennial barrier t- to the desires of the inexperienced male students of UL Home and Away was this glistening, almost mythical jewel beam, beamed into our houses. 
sorry, I, I should stop and say I assume this person is male, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Hashtag no judgment. Yeah, I, I, I it seems like a man wrote this. You'll see why. Uh, so anyway, home and away was the glistening, almost mythical jewel that beamed into our houses, and nothing shone so brightly as Sophie, whose ample bosoms never saw the inside of a woolly jumper. I mean, <laughs> yes, it, even in TV standard makeup, uh, sorry, even TV standard makeup couldn't completely hide the facial skin issues. But frankly, few of our gazes made it up that high. A particularly besotted group of lads, not me or my group, felt that the tribute needed to be paid. There was a nine-a-side soccer tournament in UL. And each year, as well as getting a team together, the naming of the team was a project to demonstrate wit and creativity. For example, the year of, in the year of Silence of the Lambs, we were the lambs get noisy, etc. So our besotted group chose the name Sophie's Boobs FC. So as all present could cheer them on by chanting, Sophie's boobs are unbelievable. Needless to say, college authorities were having none of it, but the S... <laughs> The SBFC was on the official competition sheets and indeed tribute was paid half a world away. <laughs> love S- love the show. Anonymous. Anonymous. The, sorry, the S S B F C F C Sophie's Boobs F C. Sophie's Boobs yeah, oh, I, sorry, yeah. I so I suppose I once I read it I was like, yeah, babe, but I suppose I never I never noticed the boobs, you know? So is this my assumption that it's a man? But again, listen, it may be a woman and that is also fine too. But it's a man of a certain age. Yeah, I think it's a Come man of a certain on. age, you're right. When she was wearing a school uniform, so was I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a man in his mid-50s, I'd say, probably. So yeah, there you go. Uh, thanks for writing in. Keep listening to the show. And so keep that's those our, emails coming. And keep those emails coming. And if you also think Sophie is a babe of the bay, why not email us at uh, homeandawaybays at gmail.com. Or tweet us. Tweet us as well at unofficial BTTB. We're there. We're constantly. We're there all the time. We're there all the time. <laughs> fabulous. That was that was a, yeah, a nice throwback as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was quite fabulous. Oh, We'd have a little gorgeous. picture on our Twitter. Big time. Um, on Sunday. Uh, sorry, after the show. I mean, a <laughs> <laughs> very Graham Norton of me. You know when he mixes up the days. <laughs> Consummate professionals. Anyway, on to our in memoriam section. And this week we had a little Twitter poll going of our um, Villains of the Bay. Thanks to all of you who voted. Yes. And for those of you who didn't, why not? (laughs) It's on our Twitter. Now, I chose four. We chose four. There there was any number to choose from. Yeah. We narrowed it down to four. Four rat bags. Mm. Number one, um, it was Kane Phillips who nobody voted for and that's kind of worrying because Kane did some pretty shocking things that yeah. we'll talk about but uh, we're a big fan of Kane's big so fan. if he ever wants to come on the show you'd be more than welcome uh, the second <laughs> <laughs> the second one was um, Irene's wrong and son Mick who was a terrible villain a shocking villain he had his oh way with God. Billy and there was the baby and all of that and VJ he was brilliant off. yeah he was he crazy eyes we had my personal favourite uh, Charlotte King Lord. went up face down in the bay it was a big whodunit well, it was a great storyline that Definitely was brilliant gonna, I have to come back to that yeah. she could actually make Babe of the Bay as well because she was quite fabulous Yeah. and then coming in with 64% of the votes he'd have gotten my vote I'm going to be honest with you cult following Saul yeah I uh, found him terrifying he was terrifying yeah. and especially well you were very young as well well this you? is it I was <laughs> I mean, I was very young. I am very young. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. 
<laughs> sure, sure, sure. So we have Saul Bennett. And Saul first arrived in um, to the show when he helped Selena and Shannon when their car broke down. Oh my God, Shannon. Shannon, fabulous Shannon. Um, he owned a commune and it was called a commune and they were called uh, the Children of Saul and they were on the yeah. other side of Yabby Creek. And people spoke about them like it was a kind of a, they're a bunch of do-gooders and it was all fine. And Selena was quite drawn to Saul because she was actually at a very vulnerable moment in her life because she just had a miscarriage in oh, the yeah. in the school and she had named that baby Maddie. They did a lot of um, teen pregnancies. Yeah, they let's, did. Let's come back to that yeah, we will. segment there for sure. So. Natural segment. <laughs> oh, like that would be... Uh, as much as the Alps George appreciation that would be a very long thread um, anyway he manipulated her vulnerability yeah and he convinced her to join the cult which she willingly did much to Irene's chagrin but as soon as she got there she realised that she wasn't the only special one because he was equally in love with other female oh, yeah. members of the of the cult and there was a lot of like and now you will have my baby kind of situation <laughs> going on <laughs> drink the Kool-Aid yeah. Uh, and fortunately, she was rescued by one of Saul's, sorry, Saul's handsome son, because Saul had two others, two sons. One was quite handsome, and one was a Joy Rainbow. Do you remember him? No. Yeah, yeah, he lived with Irene for a while as what well. What's his name? Joey Rainbow. Oh, he was slag because the surname was Rainbow. Yes, you know, I do remember. Typical cult name. So Alex <laughs> saved her. She escaped, and Saul was arrested. Fast forward a bit of time, released from jail. He kidnaps Selena and attempts to murder her by setting the whole commune on fire. Yeah. Yeah. But she was rescued by the aforementioned Joey Rainbow and Jesse. Do you remember Jesse? Oh, he was. Oh, my God. Jesse was gorgeous. Did he, and then did he come her. into it later on again? He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Little Leah then. Yeah. Leah had a bit of a. Yeah, they had a bit of a fling. Um, and then. Uh, Jesse McGregor. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Very oh my god, he died in real life. I was just stop. Ben Unwin. Sorry, the, our producer just told me that. <laughs> and speaking yeah. of death, Saul was said to have died in that fire as well. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, on Selena and Stephen's wedding day, do you remember Stephen? Yes, I remember Stephen. And he was her teacher at the time. Yeah, and it yeah, was, it was very a great story But anyway, love is love. Um, <laughs> In appears Saul again, posing as a chef. Uh, the, uh, the sh- <laughs> I can't say that word. The driver <laughs> of the bridal limousine and kidnaps the bow yeah. Selena again. How holds her in a remote cabin in the woods? Where have we heard that before? <laughs> but there was no detective agency in cash, so they <laughs> they just had to wait for the police. Police bursts in, find them, rescue Selena. And in the Malay, poor old Saul is shot dead. Shot dead, yeah. However, <laughs> fast forward a couple of years. Now he is actually dead. But he appeared again a couple of years later on the screen of Joey Rainbow's um, computer, his PC. Um, oh my God, I do not And he was that. kind of, yeah, it was just his head in a kind of like wobbly line. Oh my like, God, brilliant. Yeah, and coming out of him, trying to convince him to murder Irene. Yeah. Now you know unfortunately for Joey it wasn't his the ghost of his dead father he was actually having a schizophrenic episode (laughs) fair enough (laughs) poor old Joey Rainbow and that was the adventures of evil Saul Bennett
Great choice, uh, listeners. Thank you very much, Great listeners, choice. because I thoroughly enjoyed going down <laughs> that little rabbit hole to investigate oh Saul. God. Now he was a bad one. We need a photo of him up because if you don't remember him, he you will now he'll haunt your not your dreams over the weekend and your nightmares uh, yeah, <laughs> give yeah. you nightmares <laughs> give you know. he was yeah. terrifying looking and he because he was older and he was preying on Celine yeah. and he was just there was a lot of predatory it's a good story why haven't they got anything like that these days oh, I'd love a good cult oh so would I yeah yeah no there yeah. has been cults since but now yeah Oh, I'd love if Bella got Evie caught and, up with the Evie cult. and Oscar ran Evie away from a cult, yeah, didn't they? Did, yeah. Oh, Bella is ripe for a cult. I'd love her to yeah. get involved in a cult. So would I. She needs to. As Max said to her this week, you're floating. Floating. And she was dead right. Yeah, absolutely. True for her. Yeah. Great, great choice. Well Thanks done. Well, so much. I mean, you didn't choose the, the, the public spoke and you, you answered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. please look out for future polls on our Twitter and that is um, at unofficial BTTB so we're on to the final stretch Vonja and I'm looking for your predictions for next week please Um, I think Marilyn's going to go on the bio scavengers or, and or have her brain removed and put back in washed and put back in maybe something <laughs> kind of washed and brandy and put back in <laughs> put in a meditation bowl she wishes um, which is unfortunate, but I think we're going to see the end of that. Do you think they won't stretch it out for another week? I don't yeah, think so. and and it's yeah because if Alf was there, it would be she wouldn't be crooked. Well, anymore, exactly. But she yeah. he he's off at diocese in the city. I think Tani and Flick is going to be the new love story. Well, I'm up for it. That wink spoke volumes and spoke that. to me. I'll tell you. <laughs> I just can't I just really find it I think I decided he's he's the most I've never fancied someone from Holloway more holy god yeah heaven. yeah I was thinking about this and a lot fancy Kobe whoa <laughs> <laughs> not in public I just said he was probably better looking than he looked in the show no I I think really the only person who comes close would be Brax oh yeah mm-hmm. I mean babe Heath no, Heath was too pretty for me. Get away with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know. If but you're anyway. listening, Dan Ewing, by the way. <laughs> Dan Ewing. I'll have you on the show, that's fine. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so anyway, Tane's wink, I think it'll be flicking Tane and it'll yeah. be back and forth and she'll be, you know, flick can't her change hair. me. I, I, I'm not, yeah. I, I, I can't be loved and yeah. he'll say, but oh, I love yeah, you. It'll be lovely. Yeah, well, but, I, you know, I've always said, I still think Mac and Tane, ultimately, it's going to be a thing. Oh, I really yeah. do. I do. Well, and also, we're going to have a lot of flicking cash and him running after oh, yeah, I'm sorry blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, blah blah crying cash um, we also have that um, storyline coming in the, the Mia and the baby daddy and yeah. Chloe's father and he, like, you know how'd you get this number and yeah. god I don't really care like, yeah but I, she's trying hard it's, uh, the problem with that storyline is Mia <laughs> just gonna say oh because that could I be know. a decent storyline but Mia just, yeah I never know again it's a bit like it's a bit like hot cock. Yeah. I don't know what he's what, what the face There is emoting. I'm just not sure what it is. Yeah. yeah. I, she sometimes I'm like, Are you holding a fart? I honestly don't know. She's gonna say, I'll make dinner or the gym's been burned down or something. I don't it could go anyway. It could go either way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and I think I also I, I'm waiting for the whole gym storyline to blow up. But anyway, that's for another day's like but that's definitely coming back to bite them yes the but money yeah at the gym the so baby money. daddy's coming back uh, Matt I think she said his name was uh, Matthew is it bad that I instantly wondered would he be good looking because the <laughs> last Matt was yeah I've heard Matt yeah 
Oh, I loved him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah he yeah. actually had an affair with them. Um, the of teacher, our villains. yeah, yeah, yeah. King. Um, and then finally, oh, we're gonna have a week of Bella looking for a job, aren't oh. we? We well, are. Listen, go and get some qualifications she said it herself out of the mouth of babes you know it's hard to get a job without a qualification literally babes get, <laughs> get your ass back to TAFE and stop annoying us you dropped out of TAFE yeah you, you threw away your fantastic professional photography course you could be in New York now if you played your cards right yeah but she's floating around the bay yeah again well. so yeah that'll be another boring storyline but it feels like we're sort of heading into maybe a, a few filler eps but that's okay. We'll but after the drama, you know. Yeah, yeah, it needs it. It needs it. And like you know, we're still Uber fans. Yeah, we'll watch filler. We'll watch filler as long as Marlon's there <laughs> somewhere, holding the whole the glue, holding the whole bay together. Her and her linen dresses. Well, um, thank you very much for listening, um, listeners, listening listeners. I was going to say listening fans of the show. Every one of you, and and if you have any predictions for next week, please get on our Twitter for the third time today. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just get on our Twitter? Like it wouldn't cost you. It doesn't cost anything. Ash <laughs> unofficial BTTB. Um and yes, have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.